Hopefully it's okay. Hopefully so. Mm. All right. Oh, boy. You got the Rona. I did. <laughs> Lots of fun. You sound fun. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I still feel like, I don't know. I feel like gravel is trying to escape me. And that's oh. not a good feeling. No. Oh. Yeah. What a horrible but vivid explanation. Well, it's better than what it used to be. It used to be razor blades trying oh. to escape me. So yeah. those got out, thankfully. Oof. They're not welcome here anymore. But the gravel that's left behind from the scraping against my, you know, Gibraltar voice or whatever. It um I'm trying to paint a picture here and you, as you can see <laughs> it's probably not the best of podcast after medicating, but here we are. I mean, yeah, it's rough. We're going to do a shorter episode just to, you know, ease back into this. But yeah, so you got uh, you got coronavirus. I and did. he got coronavirus, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately, we both got hit. And um, I'll just, I'll give you the timeline. So yeah. um, first of all, thank you folks for coming back this is lex and matt's excellent venture yeah hey guys hey we missed you so much yeah um, <laughs> so um it was april like late april april 27th to be exact and i started feeling kind of weird mm-hmm. and up until this point so um i'd been quarantined uh you mm-hmm. know I, well I've been working from home at that point. That's that's yeah. what the phrase was. Uh, because, um, you know, my job was being extra careful, making sure that everybody who worked there was well taken care of. And they were very concerned about me, um, first and foremost, because, you know, they know I have upper respiratory issues and that puts people at yeah. high risk. So they they got me set up with work from home, and that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for about a month... Um, I was here. D had started a, a couple weeks after I started working from home because of her yeah. job. But yeah, like we were being so careful. We, yeah. you know, stayed indoors. If we had to leave, we wore masks, gloves, the whole nine. Um, anything that came into this house was wiped down before it got in, in, in through the door. Even deliveries, yeah. everything, top to bottom, we were being super careful. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, and this is this is where it got to me. You know, much respect to everybody who's working in the in the service industry, everything like that. There was one guy from a food delivery service, and I went out in the hall, and you know, we we did the whole like, okay, if you're gonna deliver something, leave it at our doorstep. You know, uh, what what is it? What do they call it? Touchless delivery or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I so think that's what it's we had opted to do that, and this guy was just kind of not really all there. So he had a delivery bag, and I was frustrated at that point. And I, I feel like this is exactly the moment that I slipped up. He had a delivery bag, and it was, you know, just um, we, we'd gotten groceries from Instacart. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't even mm-hmm. want to say the name of the company. But, yeah, we got groceries delivered, and he had it in, like, a, a cooler sort of thing. So he's like, if you want to mm-hmm. go ahead and reach in and get it, get it. So I went in there, and I got it, and I felt stickiness right uh, yeah and i understand this guy's been working in all kind of situations long hours 
he didn't have a mask on himself. He didn't have gloves on himself. And I didn't realize this until I'd already reached in there. Masks were not mandatory. That's true. That's true. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be wearing one, but the the mask thing has really developed in the past couple of weeks more so. You're right about that. You're totally right about that. So just me being paranoid at that point, what was considered paranoid at that point, I'm just like, okay, I need to scrub up when I get inside right away. Don't take Mm -hmm. any chances, whatever. Turned out he had like a party size pack of fun size uh, uh, Snickers in that bag that had melted partially. And that's what the stickiness was. So that that mystery Uh. was solved. That was good. At least I know what the stickiness is. And that helps a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, um, a couple days later, I started feeling like crap. I'm like, you know, I'm susceptible this time of year to get flu, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. It's it's got to be that because there's no way there's no way that I slipped up and I mean that's the only time I can think of that something went wrong but it could have been any number of things it could have been like me going to get the mail or well that's a, I mean this thing is so uh, contagious yeah. that combined with um, whenever you're you're living in a city or an apartment building or what like that's that's mm-hmm. why it's so difficult and like yeah rural areas they don't understand because they've got like eight cases in their county you know yeah, yeah. it's I it's mean, a completely because they're not interacting with people the same way that you do in a city exactly exactly so i know folks um you know have been hunkered down at their homes at their houses yeah. and that's a great thing to be able to do but yeah living in an apartment building like i have no choice but to interact with people as soon and as I walk not to, outside. Not to, that doesn't place any blame or anything. Like, that's not what I meant. Just no, no, like, I understand completely. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's just preferably, you know, having lived in a house before, I would like to have, <laughs> I'd like to I have totally that set up. Yeah. Like, having yeah. that set up is great. But then you also, like, it, it just like everything, there's drawbacks to it too. Like, you have a better sense of community when you're around more people. Yeah. There's, you know, there's give and take to it. Um, and this is such a weird, this whole situation is so weird. And so you know? I'm, I'm really hoping I don't gross anybody out. But now that we're talking about this, we're talking about all like the, the contact and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Something that, that goes, that you don't even think about. Something you don't think twice about. Taking out the trash. I have to touch a dumpster that everyone yeah. in my building touches. Mm-hmm. So it could have been that. You know, people walking by, somebody walks by with their dog and has to like, Throw the the dog bag in there or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, all right, all right. Um, so on the fifth, I went ahead. Uh, May fifth, I went ahead this month and I got tested. I went to one of the uh, the drive up testing places um, mm-hmm. that Chicago has been great about. Like just as a side note, I, I saw that you know we actually are the 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 lead in testing in the country at this point. That's great. And a big part of that is because of all people, Sean Penn decided to step up and, and uh, hmm. help open up some sites. Like, he was on the news the other day. I'm thinking, is okay. Is he from the area or something n- like that? Not that I know of. But huh. it was just weird because uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot was on TV. And they're like, okay, well, we have uh, another party here. They want to say a few words. Sean Penn wants to come on and say. I'm like, oh, it's a doctor named Sean Penn. That's cool. Mm-mm. Nope, he took off the mask. Fucking Sean Penn. Like, whoa. <laughs> you remember when... Like, I hate to, I think it was, it was either Hurricane, I think it was Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. maybe, when Sean Penn was, like, diving out of a boat. Yes. To, like, save, so, like, that dude's legit, as he far really as that is. kind of stuff is concerned. I mean, I know he's, he's got some questionable things in his past, maybe oh, he's trying yeah. to make up for that, I don't know, but, 
I mean, I appreciate that he's working so hard to, uh, you know, get people tested in Chicago, especially. He can be shitty in some ways and great in other ways, too. That's true. That's true. And I'm, I'm all for people making up for their past sins. I mean, that's yeah. what everybody should be doing, large or yeah. small. But that's, I digress. So I went ahead so and got I, got, I got tested at Northwestern, um, which is uh, like the big hospital downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um at that point, the the mask order was in place, and I saw people yeah. walking through the testing site without masks, and that irritated me. Yeah. So, and please stop me if this makes you uncomfortable in any way. So it's all it all makes me uncomfortable. This is my nightmare. Oh like, man, the world right now is my nightmare. I'm a hypochondriac. Like, yeah. this is the darkest timeline for me. I, Seriously, I, I'm with you. I completely understand. And this is this is the part where it got like rough for me. This is the part where the, reality the really. Up your nose. Yes. Yeah. That's when reality set in. It is deeper than you think. It felt like it poked my brain, and it is yeah. not nice. Um, They're you know, luckily doing. They have new tests that can not not have to be as invasive. They do, uh, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I was actually going to mention that. The problem with those is they take an extra day for results, yeah. and, you know, and of course everybody wants to get results right away. Um, I'd take the day. I would take the day too. Hospitalized. Because, I mean, really, yeah, at that point it's like if you know or you don't know, because, like, even before I took the test, the, leading up to me taking the test and going to the hospital, like, I'd already resolved, like, I must have it. Like, it's not yeah. – this is too much for the fluke because I was like yeah. – in agony yeah so anyway here's 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 the part where i just knew that just like fate had it for me had it in for me at this point i go get tested and you know they're like please turn off your car engine because i mean there's like a gaggle of like healthcare professionals underneath this overhang Mm -hmm. and i don't want to give anybody carbon monoxide poisoning so please Mm -hmm. turn off your engine like okay cool Turn off the engine, get the test, poke me in the nose. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, oh shit. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to act like a little bitch, but I did. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, they're like, no, no, it's fine. Everybody acts like a little bitch. That's what the, literally is what she said. Yeah. So, um, I try to turn the car back on. Yeah. Fucking Matmobile won't start back up. Yep. <laughs> And I'm two months away from getting to turn it back in for, uh, mm. you know, the lease thing. So, yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> just crazy shit. So, like, I, I posted a video online of me getting towed from Northwestern. People like, what did you do? Did you, like, run into you a hospital? At, right. You were at the hospital and nobody yeah. knew. I wasn't sick. So, I was, like, this whole time have been, like, freaking out basically about you guys having it uh and then i knew you were getting tested for it but i wasn't able or i like respectfully wasn't saying anything publicly yeah so i've just been having many meltdowns on instagram and you know in in my life and uh, you know i was just like well today's a fucking day or whatever you know vague booking so to speak kind of shit uh so you know i told my dad and stuff like that but i was like you know it's medical stuff so yeah. you don't want to – I even asked you before we recorded tonight. I was like, do you want to talk about it or not? Because that's, you know, your prerogative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it, like, so when you posted that hospital video, I knew you were getting tested that day because you'd messaged me. Yeah, I, was I like, wanted to make sure you knew before I just, like, went out there. And, like, I didn't want to give you the text like, hey, I'm at the hospital. Huh? You know, like, that would have been 
fucked up. Like so. my brother does every single time <laughs> it's a surgery. My dad does that too sometimes, and it just like irritates me to no end. I'm like, please, I want to care about you. Let me know, please, yeah, what's going on. will be like the night before. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm getting shoulder surgery again tomorrow. Wait, what? <laughs> last last time, uh, this last time was a couple months ago. He said, "Oh yeah, you know, I got LASIK the other day." I'm like, Fuck. "Yes." What? Like really? Just just LASIK? Just oh, you know, casual he LASIK? Got LASIK? Yeah. He's you know. like, "Oh no, it went great. It was fine." I'm like, "Wait a second. <laughs> both eyes? Like both work now? You're cool? Okay, good. Yeah, he got everything done. Was good. God. Okay, so that's all right. So let's 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 get done with that crap now. Let's 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 get over that whole ordeal. That happened. Cars in front of the house. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on with it, but whatever. Um, I mean, it's a lease, you, so it's on them at this point. You have been so good about checking up on me. I feel like I've been really bad about checking up on you because you I not. specifically waited <laughs> numerous days. And in the beginning, was alternating between you and D. I know. So that I would not test. <laughs> But you, you really have been just because I know, I know you, you, you are a hypochondriac, and like, I know that it's difficult when folks that you care about and, are, are going through that sort of thing. And just, just keep in mind, I, I'm not hyperbolic about saying I'm a, I'm a hypochondriac, guys. I legitimately have been like doctor diagnosed health anxiety. Like, I, I specifically, like, therapists have been like, yeah, you fixate on this shit too much, so. Mm-hmm. Like, I legitimately am a hypochondriac. So, yeah. Like, you've shared this with me before, and of course during. And, no, like, I just, I really want to tell you how much I appreciate the fact that, like, you know, because folks hear, oh, you're sick? Okay, I'm going to leave you alone. And, I mean, in in some cases, and some people, that is what folks want. But, I mean, just knowing that you're thinking about me, and so many other people were reaching out and just checking up on me once they found out that I um, I went and got tested and that D got tested too because I didn't even really spill the beans. D posted something yeah. saying that um, I was getting tested that day and she was getting tested the next day. Mm-hmm. She got she got the swab fortunately, so she didn't have to go through as much agony as I did with the test. That's good. Yeah, but I mean everybody just came out of the woodwork folks have been offering to come by and give us stuff folks have have mm-hmm. mailed us like protective stuff ppe stuff in the mail that's um, great you know family friends loved ones enemies everybody mm-hmm. so i just i want to take this time to just thank everybody for checking on me checking on d checking on you because they know how much you know we depend on each other and yeah you know i just i'm doing better as, as as you can hear, I'm not, you know, literally, I, I I don't use this term loosely. I wasn't, I felt like every day I woke up, I felt like I was getting a little bit better, mm-hmm. but then there was a sharp decline yeah. of feeling like I might need to go to the ER today. And yeah. that is no longer, that is no longer the case. Dee's doing it, better. That's what I was getting ready to ask next. Yeah. She's doing better too. Um, it takes her a little while longer to get over stuff like this. Like just yeah. anytime we're sick, it usually takes her a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. she's been a trooper too. And I'm, I'm so thankful for everybody's thoughts and, and prayers and, and checking in and everything and mm-hmm. just literal action people have been taking to make sure that I'm okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Bradley from uh, I Love This Pod, and then um, they uh, they have a new pod. He, they re- just renamed it, so I want to oh. make sure. Um, but he was actually checking in. Mm. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Uh, Matt, make a note here so I, we can cut this out, because I need to get his podcast right. Okay. I hate to have you do work. No, it's fine. (laughs) And you know, I probably won't do it anyway, so it's cool. Okay. (laughs) 16th knows. I just don't want to get it wrong because I have listened to it and I enjoy it. Okay. It's it's, uh, Be Your Scary Best is the pod. Be Your Scary Best. Be Your Scary Best. So they they renamed it. That's why I was kind of. uh, (laughs) Um, But so uh, he was actually like, hey, I'm waiting for you guys to drop, drop another podcast. I was like, so Matt's got the Rona. <laughs> it might be a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, no, seriously, like people have uh, have just like, you know, I, like I haven't said anything about that. But, you know, uh, a lot of stuff has happened at once in our lives Very in addition true. to the Rona. Very so, true. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Just, oh, oh, shout out to Lucy and Denise from Semi-Regular. They were checking on mm-hmm. me nonstop, too. Gabby and Pauline, of course. You know, mm-hmm. everybody was real cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's been very good. Yeah, even during all this, even during all this, people are going through things. Um, you know, I was, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that, uh, my buddy, a lifetime friend, lifelong friend, Archie, was getting married to the love of his life. Mm-hmm. And that got postponed. Yeah. Um, and it was, just really and i you know of course he was checking on me too and um he's like man are you doing okay i'm like well i don't think i'm gonna be able to make the wedding today (laughs) (laughs) i kind of tested positive for the rona so yeah bad for let's just say it's just a really weird time guys and you can feel however you know you need to feel yeah um just let it go. Like, you know, like you can be really fucking sad that just look like, you know, there are things that I don't like when people play the, the hierarchy game where mm-hmm. they're like, my thing is worse than your thing. I'm like, no, we're allowed to mourn even the smallest things right now. Absolutely. Like I, I had a moment today and I'm going to share this with you and with everybody. Mm-hmm. I had a moment today where something that normally wouldn't get under my skin that normally wouldn't even phase me. I'd be able to, you know, just stiff up her lip and all that and just work mm-hmm. through it. Something that seems so, you know, it, it's bad, but it, it's, it's like, it doesn't affect me directly. Right. And it really got to me to the point where I was in tears. Dude. Yes. I have done that in this. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. I, I had to, I had to stop what I was doing because I just needed to be able to process that emotion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's I, very healthy and normal and that's yeah, okay. It is. It is. And, and and I need to, I need to acknowledge that more often. I told you a little bit about the situation yesterday, um, about this, uh, this pro wrestler, Mm-hmm. Um, named Shad Gaspard. He was a, a member of a, a tag team called Crime Time. And, uh, 
you know, it's just typical, stereotypical uh, wrestling stuff. Two black dudes, and they're from the hood, and they steal, and they have fun, and just, you know, all that. In in reality, Shad was a good dude. He was a, a father and a husband. And I'm already speaking about him in past tense, so you can kind of tell where this is going. Um, he and his son were out swimming in the ocean and, and, uh, you know, everybody's glad to be able to get from up underneath the quarantine a little bit as your state allows. And, yeah. uh, they got pulled under with some other people that they were swimming with. So the Coast Guard came out. The Coast Guard came out and, uh, you know, they found them. They found Shad first and he, he, he told them to go and get his son instead. And so they, they rescued his son. And while they were doing that, he got pulled under. Yeah. That was about 24 hours ago. Um, 36 or something at this point, but, uh, they, they stopped looking for him. Yeah. 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 At this point he's, he's gone. And it wasn't, any of that that got to me, it wasn't the fact that I know he's a good dude. I mean, he's he's legitimately stopped armed robberies with his bare hands before. Yeah. Um. It, it was the, the picture that I saw of his wife sitting on the beach waiting yeah. for the Coast Guard to find him. That just broke me. And I realized that it, it's not just that. That's a terrible tragedy, yes. But Everything coming on me at the same time, being sick, feeling like I'm disappointing everybody. Ugh, no. Archie's wedding, losing Chris, just everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we lost a friend of the show as well. We did. I uh, I I'm not ready. Got sick. That is fine. We don't need to talk about it. I'm, I'm not quite ready for that yet. It's okay. We, we, I was just uh, letting people know that, and we don't have to talk about that any further. But yeah, it, it is. It's all at once, man. Like it, yeah. it's just it's it's everything piling up on us, and we all have so many emotions. Um, one way that I've just personally been processing it is I've been writing a lot more on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, almost like blogging, which sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You, I I've seen that you've you've been working a lot on your writing. I have, yeah. I've done about really cool. a quarter of my book. And if you can't work at all right now, that's fine. The situation that I'm in is I reached the point right before you got sick where I was losing my fucking mind, mm-hmm. and I had to create some sort of structure. So I was talking to Ryan a week or so before. He said, "Okay, what do you what do you do every day?" Like we were kind of going over a routine. Or, and I was I was actually on the phone with Ryan, and uh, and I said, "Well, I've been trying to bike, or whatever." He's like, "Okay, that's a thing that you do now. Like that's a that's a routine thing. You do it every day." Yeah. So I've been trying to do minimum five days a week, eight miles on the bike. Uh, you know, I got it up to nine today. Very but, cool. But but that's not the like productive or like whatever um so try to do that every day so then about a week after i was integrating that into my schedule i said i'm gonna go outside and sit outside and write Mm -hmm. and pretty much every day i've done that um sometimes it's too hot or whatever i have to stay inside whatever the situation may be but and then i take like a day off on the weekend 
But just because everything is so bad and overwhelming, I've had to create some structure in my life. And I basically go out there until I do something. Yeah. And I kind of can't come back in until I do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, I am working, but it's mostly to help me process a lot of the bullshit. And that's that's a, a great that's a great thing. I was going to say that actually. Everybody who's out there on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, and they're doing all these amazing things, all these commercials that you see on TV of people like you know running miles in their backyards and stuff like that. Yeah. That's great. However. It's a tool. It's mm-hmm. that structure. And that's why I didn't mention this earlier, but it's why I'm I'm back to working from home because I need that structure. Yes. So I don't just go nuts. This this is why we're recording tonight. I need some yeah. structure. And, and I'm and I missed you. But you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> and, and and here's the thing too, that I th- I want everyone to keep in mind. And Ryan was the first one that said this on one of his Turtle Soup streams. Shout out to Turtle Soup. Shout out to um, Soup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, he said this in one of his live videos that he does. He now does them every weekend. He does cool. corn streams. Um, he was doing them every day before that, though. So he was saying, if the one thing you do in this pandemic and all of this emotional strain and everything is survive, then you're good. That's it. Like, that's all you have to do during all of this is just get through it mentally, physically, everything. Just get through it. So he's a wise dude. It's not just a beard. It's not just for show. He's a wise guy. Exactly. So that that is the baseline philosophy that I think every single one of us should take. This is not if you're going to be productive right now, if that's what's going to help you get through it, that's what's going to help you get through it. If just watching Netflix all day is going to get you through it, that's what gets you through it. Don't worry about what you think you should be doing or comparing yourself to others or anything like that. Just survive. That's all you need. That is literally the only thing you need to do to get through this. And that does kind of bring up something that I wanted to talk about um, that I was moved by during Mm -hmm. all of this, during the sickness, during the, you know, the quarantine in general. Um, John Krasinski's Some Good News show. We talked about it a little bit before, but just yeah, I think it's did. it's blossomed it's blossomed into this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the meantime, I mean, yeah, it's great to have Oprah and Steven Spielberg and stuff and the Office cast. It's so it's cool to see them. But what I really loved about it, because he just he just finished it for now. Mm-hmm. What I really loved about it was just how his upbeat attitude and the fact that he was just trying something. To do something like you were talking about, mm-hmm. like it inspired so many people around the world, and he he shined a light on them uh, yeah. in that last episode, and it was just so cool seeing just this slapdash, you know, do-it-yourself project that he did on a whim. People yeah. just saw it as a as a rallying cry to just. I don't even know if he was planning on doing. He wasn't planning on doing multiple episodes. I don't think really? people were like clamoring for it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I remember correctly, people were asking for like a second episode, and he's like, all right, I guess we're going to keep doing this kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I had seen him on interviews and stuff like that in the past, and he's just a total dork. He is. And he's like, you know, he told a story on, I think it was Conan or something like that, but like, 
he had met his wife and they'd gotten married, you know, they were together for like less than a year and they got married and she, then she was going to make, uh, I think it was into the woods and which is a musical. And mm-hmm. so he went into the studio and the director was there and the director, you know, talking to him and he's like, you know, John was like, you know, I've never actually heard her sing. We're, <laughs> we're married, but I've never heard her sing. And then the director looked at him, gave him a funny look and John, like, he was like, ah, whatever. And he said, cut to she's singing. I'm openly weeping in front of everyone <laughs> in this room. So he's just he's just like the most charming dude. Um, he is. He's, he is. But he's like dorky charming. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate because that is also my brand. Uh, <laughs> like I mentioned the other day, I'm like, at this point, he's like Tom Hanks tier for me. You know, just that, yeah. that level of just charming and just all around good dude that you want to hang out with. And yeah, you never hopefully... hear anything bad about him. You just, right. <laughs> yeah. You know that he, on the weekends, he doesn't give a shit about celebrity. He hangs out with his family. And yeah. play Scrabble, you know, like he's that kind of dude. That's the Tom Hanks vibes. <laughs> That's the Tom Hanks we love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I I really appreciated some good news, and it was it was it was good news. And oftentimes, like it would just make me weep again just seeing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just full of tears, man. It's like the blue gem is just standing next to me all the time from Steven Universe. Five mm-hmm. people got that reference. But yeah. Way um, more. Th- I think I'm probably the only one that didn't get that reference. <laughs> you may be on to something there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was I was appreciative of that. And um, yeah, I, I just I, I appreciate the reminder that there's still some good people in this world because we see you know, all the callousness on the news of people going and breaking social distancing. And, and I think there are more good than bad. You know, yeah. they, they're not showing everyone in their homes. They're exactly. showing the, the 20 bad people that are, you know, crowded on the beach. That's that's the crappy part. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're not showing the, the people that are staying home and they're, you know, furloughed from their jobs or completely laid off from their jobs. You're not seeing that. You're seeing the idiots. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's always the case. So, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and that's those. not like going after reporters or anything like that. There, that is a part of their job. Is true. You know, that's a, a newsworthy thing. But yeah, we do see a lot. Like you do, unfortunately, like a lot of newsworthy stuff is not good. So. That's that's this you know it, I agree though it is nice to have, um, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. Oh yeah, you're good. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it, there is a good like news source or whatever, and there are some Instagram accounts that are the same way that are doing like the some good news type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's what kind of brought me a little bit of joy, like while I was sick too, like. I don't know, just the silliness to put something out there that's like just completely meant to make somebody smile. Like yeah. um, my first post on Facebook when I was feeling up to it, I, I just made a stupid joke and everybody was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I'm like, wow, that's um, an interesting, interesting reaction. <laughs> but we're it was so just, goddamn bored, man. Right? <laughs> we're so bored. <laughs> We've watched all Jeez. of Netflix, Hulu and Prime. What can we do? 
Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just, very bored and very sad. Please people, help. People know dad jokes and, and, and sarcasm is my brand. So seeing that, I think, kind of just let people know I was doing a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I am doing a little bit better. And that's thanks to every one of you. And, you know, of course, the healthcare professionals, they were hounding me, man. They would not stop calling. Good. Like, you know, they're like, get some rest, get some rest. I'm like, I'd like to, but my phone is ringing every hour because you guys want data. You yeah. want to know what I'm going through. And yeah. At one, at one point, I just like, there was one. Did woman, you have tracers calling you? I did. Yeah. yeah. There were, there were a lot of tracers calling me just trying to, you know, of course, figure out if anybody was getting symptoms they hadn't heard before or anything out of the norm. So yeah, I, I, I mean, applied for one of those jobs because oh, cool. it's remotely like, and I have, I have medical experience and stuff. So who knows? Um, after, you know, so many years working in the clinic and then working with my dad's company, I have mm-hmm. like knowledge of that stuff. So, yeah. uh, I was like, yeah, well, you know, might be able to put it to good use for a tracer job, but I was curious if they were keeping up on that because it's very important that we do tracing and testing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, before I forget, before we get too yeah. far away from this, shout out to the team at Northwestern for trying to help me jump my car. I mean, <laughs> they, they, cause I had a remote jump in my glove box and I thought, oh, it's not working or something, but it was fully charged. I'm like, what is going on with this? Because I got caught in a situation like that at Nerdoween, um, last year, mm-hmm. uh, where Caitlin, um, had to help me. Caitlin Rosberg had to help me with her remote start. I'm like, I gotta get one of those. So I got, I got like the little, I'm, I'm calling it the wrong thing. It's just a, a battery, uh, pack that you keep yeah, in your glove box with right, the jumper yeah. cables. Yeah. So I had that and it would not work. And they bought out this huge jump box, like from, <laughs> from security. And he's like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. They, I'm like, they actually just brought out the paddles. Yeah. Don't make you it was either. not a good idea. Four <laughs> dead from this, but you know we oh, tried. Oh, but we tried. But hey, my car works. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So it was it was a an exercise in futility anyway. They but yeah, they nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. But thank you to the Northwestern staff yeah. for trying at least and giving me sympathetic looks as I sat there and blocked the line. Of people getting tested and they had to go around me and I felt like a real heel, but no, it was fine. It's so stressful. And it's already <laughs> a stressful situation. Ugh. Right, right. But yeah. it, it worked out. It worked out. Um, for those curious too, like, the odd thing about it, I, I thankfully wasn't, um, my symptoms were just borderline to the point where it would have got me to go to the hospital. Oh my God, mm-hmm. ET's on this Peacock commercial. God damn it. Okay. So they got me to the point. Was he wearing pants? <laughs> I don't know. They showed him from the waist up because he's okay. a pervert. See, I am All feeling right. better. Well, you know, that. I'm, I'm, because you still have <laughs> Rona symptoms, I will not fight you on this. Okay. But, uh, I will throw Reese's Pieces like tomatoes at you over this. God. So if we, if we ever have another live show and people bring Reese's pieces, I'm going to be so mad at you. Oh my God. Just shower <laughs> us with Reese's pieces. Oh, circle. That's our Fago right there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, as I was saying, um, regular over the counter flu medicine 
um, was helpful as far as like getting rid of the symptoms and stuff like that. <coughs> NyQuil, Theraflu, okay. both disgusting. Yeah. Um, do not recommend. But uh, yeah, if you're in need, yeah, I highly recommend. It it, it really did help a lot. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that I'm already already asthmatic, I had like you know the inhaler. inhaler and stuff, yeah. and that's that's what they prescribed to D. She ended up getting an inhaler too. Um, just to help cut her? down, yeah, yeah, Good. just to cut down on the coughing and stuff like that. But other than that, man, you just feel like a drugger, like you're just past dead, and you can only move to do important things. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Fuck, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it is rough, but thankfully, it is passing. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Yeah. I, I think that's about like where we're gonna stop, roughly. Because yeah. we want well, let's, let's not push it. Okay. I'm okay. still I'm still concerned, Mom. Over <laughs> over, I'm like, you need to get rest, bud. I still Are you got drinking more gas in the tank. Juice? I am. I am ODing yeah, on that OJ. Gas in the tank. You can use to play a video game or something. Oh, okay. Well, let's leave on this then. God of War, fucking amazing. Yeah, I yeah, put that of off War. for so long, and yeah, I regret. I'm playing Uncharted Four, bud. I had I had the Insta voters. Do it. It was like 86% that over Metal Gear Solid, so I'm playing Uncharted 4 right now. It's a fantastic game. And the only yeah. reason why I voted for um, Metal Gear Solid 5 over Uncharted 4 is because <laughs> for some reason, like in my in my Rona-addled brain, I thought you played Uncharted 4, but I remember now that we I discussed this, yeah. you've only played parts. Mm-hmm. So, I yes, played, Uncharted. like, where they were playing Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Like that, oh. basically, like the very beginning. That's very early in the game. <laughs> the very early in the game. Yeah, yeah. And you also have the uh, the other game to look forward to the the fifth game, the spinoff game. Oh with, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, with, with, yeah. With the latest. So for now, I'm just playing this, and then we'll see how things go. Uh, mm. I might play Metal Gear after, uh, <laughs> and then maybe The Last of Us Two if I can afford mm. it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Ah, everyone's unemployed. Woohoo! Mm, yeah. Anyway, God so, of War. God of War is a lot Tell of me fun. God of War, last of your tank. I am so impressed by this game. Came Have you out, beat it? That's the question I should ask first. I'm close to the end. See, as cool. I mentioned before on the show, Dee has played it to fruition. She yeah. played it all the way through while we were recording, probably the earlier episodes of the show. <laughs> um, and she loved it. And I'm loving this game. Like, I, I'm both angry that I waited so long to play it and happy because it puts me closer to whenever they put out the next one. Hopefully they announce something with the PS5 release. We'll see. Mm. I I need more of this game. And there's still so much I haven't done, but I love every moment of it. It's good stuff. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Um <laughs> We, I think we discussed this before, but it's like you, you kind of have to play the previous games, right? Because I've never played any of them. It really does help if you play the previous games, but this is also a good jumping on point. They allude to a lot of stuff. I mean, you get the basic gist of the first mm-hmm. few games. Like it's it's not it's like Greek gods instead of right. uh, the the Norse ones from this one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically all you need to know. Anything else is just like you know sugar on top of everything. Right. Maybe it's something I'll pick up in the future, you know, because uh, yeah. I have heard great things about it. And it looks beautiful. Like it's a there's gorgeous so, looking game. Oh, yeah. It's it's amazing. And it's just there's so many moving 
moments because you know he's accompanied by his son and it's really just a story about you know a, a, a dad and his son making their way through the world and i think you're really way downtown it. oh god <laughs> that's it that's that's it i'm done <laughs> and that was the last of what was left in Matt's tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm glad that you you're doing better and that Dee is still. I mean, she's still going through it, but I'm glad that she's on the mend as well. She is on the mend, and it's is it's, Bimo good? He's good. He's man. He's the best. He's taking care of us and making sure you know we're protected yeah. all day long. He's a good yeah. dog. Good boy. Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, we're going to keep this party going. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. You exactly. say the thing, Matt. Okay. Be excellent to each other. Bye. We love you, sweet chili babies. Wear your masks. Wear your masks. <laughs>